thank you guys for listening this far and uh, just for continuing to listen, continuing to support us. The page is growing. The plays are growing. Um, I don't think we're going beyond ourselves to try to make that happen. I, I think God really just is that good. Um, we, not, we might not be the best at this. This might not be the best podcast, um, but we're operating in our truth, and uh, we believe God is going to do good things through that, whether it's on this platform or not. So um, if you have been touched or if you have learned anything from any of these episodes, let alone this one, reach out to us. DM us on Instagram, at Christians of the Millennia. You can email us, christiansofthemillennia at gmail.com. Most of you know us personally, so don't be afraid to come up to us and say, hey, this episode sucked, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, we... <laughs> what did we say on the other one? What was the number? 19? 19. Uh, <laughs> Rudy will give y'all $5 if you come up to him and say episode yes. 19. Number 19. Uh, Free. Just let us know. Reach out to us. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know how we can improve. Um, let us know what we're doing good. Yeah. Um, let us know what you want to hear. Yes, and what you want to hear, um, where you're lacking, how we can pray for you, um, any of the above. Uh, any of the above, we are here for you, um, and this is why we're doing this, because we know it's more than just us that needs these types of conversations. Um, and we just thought that these conversations were valuable enough to put them out there. Uh, for other people to hear because we can't have these conversations with you guys at any waking time. Um, We don't have that much access. Um, But we would love to talk to each and every one of you. Each and every one of you. Even those people in Mexico listening, the people in Japan listening, those people in Kenya, we really want to talk to you because there's like two of y'all out there that are listening to us. So we want to talk to you. Uh, UK, Germany, God is moving. If you please reach out to us, please. I want to be the Oh, before we start. I wanted to share a little side note from uh, service last night Um, because, okay, so when he was talking about um, uh, Peter and uh, how when the waves and the storm started to hit, uh, Jesus was sleeping in the boat, you know, peacefully, restfully, um, and... um, I just like got this like vision of like Jesus being like kind of like magnetically stuck to the boat itself mm-hmm. so that when it was moving that he just did not move. You know, he was just perfectly like just glued to the boat um, because uh, Chase then started talking about the seatbelt in the airplane. He's like, you know, when I'm in the airplane and there's turbulence, I don't look at the people. I look at the flight attendants and see how they're reacting. Yeah. Um, and then when he was talking about that, I just went to Cancun. So I was just on a flight, and like as soon as the turbulence kicks, the seatbelt sign goes on, right? And so as I'm thinking that, he starts talking about the seatbelt. And I was like, okay. So I was like, what does the belt resemble in Ephesians 6 in the body of armor? Um, and I could not remember off the top of my head. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go back and figure it out later. But I like just like put the note down. <clears throat> And so, yeah, it was uh, the belt of truth. And so, you know, the, what the belts do, right, in a car, your seatbelt keeps you from getting ejected out of the car. Uh, on the plane, it keeps you fastened in your seat when turbulence hits. So the belt just keeps you fastened. It keeps you in place in the armor of God. It keeps all of the armor in place and fastened to you, keeps all your equipment attached to you. So I was like, damn, what the hell is the belt? And it was the belt of truth. So it was Jesus is just always operating in his truth, uh, in the truth of who he is, what he does, uh, how he conducts. So it's the truth that fastens you when things get rocky, when Mm. doubt creeps in, when all of those things happen, when you're overwhelmed and stressed out. The truth of who Jesus is and what he does keeps you fastened in your seat of faith. And I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, man, like all of that from just a side note, but I just used that to, cause I just like, I was able to actually visually see my learning process, um, on full display, you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay. So I just took a random thing that my attention caught 
he gave God gave me a little bit of something. Chase gave me a little bit of something. Work it together. Process it. Process it. Dig deeper so that you can find the gold. And sure enough, uh, the gold was there. So <clears throat> yes, that's beautiful. But um, what's going on, Zach? Nothing. Trying to connect to Wi-Fi, but it doesn't even work. Bro, when are we gonna get your interview on? Never. Never. The people just can't know. People just it's can't. Too know. fresh. <laughs> I'm still in. I'm still oh, in that's it. the best time, man. have to understand are you using your device or is your device using you can you put it down can you turn it off if you don't read the newspaper you're uninformed if you do read it you're misinformed hmm. what do you do that's a great question what is the long-term effect of too much information one of the effects is the need to be first not even to be true anymore so what a responsibility you all have to be to tell the truth not just to be first but to tell the truth, we live in a society now where it's just first. Who cares? Get it out there. We don't care who it hurts. We don't care who we destroy. We don't care if it's true. Just say it. Sell it. My biggest concern is uh, is the unfettered access to to social media and cell phones, quite frankly, because there's a biology to these things that are as addictive as alcohol, nicotine, and gambling. Right now, a family is out to dinner at a restaurant. Not enjoying each other's company, but each staring into the screen of their choice, completely ignoring the family members. And this is mom, dad, and the children all doing the same thing while they continue to eat. They did it the entire meal. Right now, an infant is getting their first iPhone and learning to tap and swipe all while drooling on it. 92% of two-year-olds play video games because that is what parents are putting in front of their precious children to keep them entertained and quiet. This is your life now. No natural behavior. Everybody's wearing clothes they don't want to wear. Everybody's showing up and doing something they don't want to do and they have no connection to. That's the problem with our society. And then what's the reward for all this stuff? Go home, get a big TV. Go home, you're going to get a shiny belt buckle. You're going to get a nice purse. You're going to wear shoes that you couldn't afford last week. You're going to get that dream car. And every week we're chasing down this new object. And every week we're trying to fill this hole in this, this, this sad shadow of a life that we've been left with after work. That you work eight to whatever the hours a day plus commuting. And then you're like this. And that's your life. That's your real life. All that other stuff is not your life anymore. All that other stuff is work. And most of us have committed to that. I know you've been there before, and I've been there before. And we, we understand that it's a trap because we got out of it. But for the people that are in it, a lot of times they don't even understand it's a trap. They just think it's a good job. They think they got dental. I'm doing really good. I got my own parking spot. It's got my name on it. And you're just a piece of a heartless shitty machine that makes money. All these kids that are graduating college with these $80,000 degrees that can't even work at Starbucks. All the people who put their money in the stock market and bought all this real estate 2008, it all went away. Don't let anybody fool you into believing that there's a guarantee, that there's a safe way. The well-trodden path is the scariest way, in my, in my opinion, right? Because then you just spent the last 80 years of your life doing everything that everybody else told you to do, and you never really lived or produced anything unique. If everybody's going this way, go that way. We now know that many of the major social media companies hire individuals called attention engineers who borrow principles from Las Vegas casino gambling, among other places to try to make these products as addictive as possible. In South Korea, internet addiction is classified along with alcohol, cigarettes, and gambling as an addiction. 
Well, you know, it's about balance. It's not that they're inherently bad, and it's, it's not that texting or social media is inherently bad, but it's when it gets out of balance. Um, if somebody carries their phone wherever they go, like they, they physically feel anxiety if they, if they put it down, um, when they're with their friends and have to have it up the entire time looking at the phone while they're with their friends, you know, when they wake up in the morning and check their phone before they say good morning to the person sleeping next to them, these are problems. This is out of balance. I'm not knocking the phone. What I'm saying is we have to understand, we have to at least ask ourselves around the world, you here in England, wherever you are, what is it doing to us? Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. Yeah. COTM episode 19. Um, and tonight we are going to be talking about social media and technology. Mm. Is it good? Is it bad? What does the Bible say about it? Um, a little bit of self-evaluation and so on and so forth. So, uh, without further ado, welcome back. Would you like to bring us in with a word of prayer? Man, somebody else bring us in with a word of prayer. All right. <laughs> so you started. You start, you start. <laughs> I'm not trying to get mad at you. I'll so you start. start I'll end. All right. Um, yeah, let's get that. Chase did challenge us in that episode, though. He's like, man, I'm always praying. I, I thought I was on COTM. I was yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, he did. He, he gassed us on that. <laughs> he did. He gassed us. <sighs> Shout out, Chase. <laughs> man. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for today. Um, we thank you for allowing us to be here once again to uh, to just speak your word. Um, Father, I pray that uh, the listeners who are tuning in right now, Lord, I, I pray that you speak to them in a new way, Lord. Um, show them what they need to see in their lives to become more intimate with you, Father. Um, and I pray that you do the same thing with uh, each one of us at this table right now, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Come out the gate of fire. <laughs> um... So I, I guess the the first question we really have to answer um, is, is social media good or bad? Um, I think technology is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um, but I think right now the amplified piece of technology is definitely social media. So just to start us off, is social media good or bad in your opinion? The way I see society and the way it's going, I'm going to say bad. Mm-hmm. This follows the question, how are you using it? Yeah. Okay. Zach, what about you, man? I think social media is good or bad, depending on how you use it. It's obvious, It's honestly an outlet where you could, you know, reach an outlet through sin, an outlet through positivity, music, the Bible... I think it just all depends on what you guys were saying is just how you use it. Just like people talk about social media, but it's just like Google. You can search anything you want through Google. You can mm-hmm. you can choose to go to that bad site. You could choose to follow that person that posts those photos that make you lust at the end of the day. Or you could post the pastor that posts motivational stuff every day. So I honestly just think it comes down to you at the end of the day and um, your obedience to just... Tell yourself how you want to use it. People use it for business, such as myself and Rudy. Some people, you know, use it just to fill themselves up with sin. Some people use it to fill themselves up with motivation. So at the end of the day, for me, I would just say it's all a self-choice on how you use it. But social media as a whole is not bad to me. Cool. I would say... uh... I would say it's not bad. I would I would agree with with that one. Um, after listening back to our our Chase episode, um, I was realizing like <clears throat> social media really gives us access to anything that we want, anybody that we want, anything that we want um, that's achievable. Just in the same way that we have unlimited access to the creator of the universe. Yeah, that's good. Um, and whether we choose to utilize that to our benefit is completely and solely up to us. Um, even in the same way scripture is 
constantly new every time you read it, right? The feed is always always new and always up to date. Um, but the same way that the word was written to transcend Jesus's message and God's message, um, it was also used by the devil to tempt Jesus himself. Um, so it, it, it really is all, it's, it's the same tool, right? It's like a double-edged sword almost. Um, but it, 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 like Zach was saying, it completely lies in the integrity of the person. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I actually did kind of find a few different verse references that I want to bring up. Let me see. Um, cause even like, um, uh, I didn't write this one down specifically, but in the first, like easily in the first five or six chapters, I think of Proverbs, um, one of them talks about, um, do not, when men call out to you and say, Hey, like, come with us, like, come join us, um, you know, do what we're doing. Um, it says, do not follow men of ill-gotten gain, um, right, for their ways will never satisfy them or something like that. So, um, I think, you know, even in terms of, like, what does the Bible say about social media specifically, it's like, well, what does it say about lust and greed and jealousy and envy, right? It says not to let them reside in your heart. Um, the word says that, you have to guard your heart at all costs because that is where everything flows from. Yeah. Um, so basically, whatever you give uh, your attention to is what you, what your heart belongs to. Um, so, you know, is your heart in social media? And back to you know, like what what do we use it for? Are you using it to uh, validate yourself? Are you using it to feel accepted? Are you using it to? keep up with other people because you compare yourselves to those people? Um, do you use it to go online and troll and, you know, just be a part of like just the sloppiness that is all over the place right now? Yeah. Um, you know, that, that young rapper got killed, what, yesterday? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not about, I don't really care about who's, who's defending him and who's supporting him and anything like that. But what was very interesting to me was that you had thousands and hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people um, tweeting and posting about somebody that they don't even know. Oh, yeah. He went over uh, two million followers overnight. And yeah. Two million comments. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you have all these people that don't even know this man that are going out of their way to support and uplift and like all of that. And it's like, man, like, Mm. do you do that for people that you do know? Mm. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you even do that for people that are like in your friend circle and you want to see them uplifted? Like, do you defend your friends backs when they're not around and somebody says something not so great about them, but you're willing to, spend time online defending somebody that you don't even know. You don't even know what comes at the cost of being in that person's presence. You know, like you don't know what he was really about, but you're going out of your way to defend him. You know what I'm saying? God tells you what he's about, but you don't go out of your way to defend him. You know what I'm saying? So what are we doing? What are we using it for? The verse that sparks up for me, social media is Proverbs 18, 21. The tongue has power over life and death those who indulge it must eat its fruit. Mm. I think social media literally does have the power of life and death as we've seen. Like Zach says, you can go on social media, you can go on Instagram, look at something, I'll just, I'm up, I got the energy, I'm juiced now. Right. You, know, you can see something that, let's say someone's talking crap about you, you go on Facebook one morning, you see someone's like, man, that just, that just tore me apart, yeah. right. you know? Um, and I think with social media, using it for good, you're going to reap the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. Using it for bad, you're going to reap what you sow. Mm. I think that, that verse is huge. Mm. Those who indulge it must eat its fruit. I, uh, I think it's good that um, you can use it for, for so much good, but the uh, how far are you going to take it to um, social media is your main influencer in your life Mm -hmm. um you you go on there to to get motivated but if you're going to something else to motivate something that's an internal issue you're never going to satisfy it and so it's like 
Um, yeah, I'm really motivated because I saw that post, but I keep scrolling and oh, now I'm really down because I saw that post. Like, mm -hmm. how easily are you influenced mm -hmm. um, by the outside world, not just social media in general? Yeah. Um, it, there is no better motivator than the Bible. There is no better motivator than God. Um, so I, I think it's great to use social media as that motivator. But if you're not getting it from the source, it's just a fake. It's just a fake substance that you're using to sustain yourself because you don't want to spend the time to go get into what you really need to get into yeah um that's what yeah i was just thinking i was just seeing like the double tap and the little and the heart you the know heart and it's like out. you know yeah you, you might follow pastors you might follow churches you might follow um bible quote accounts and that's not all you follow right and, and yeah. but that's that's the smallest percentage of what you follow for being yeah. real yeah. and even at that right you see that post one every thousand right so <laughs> you know what i'm saying and, and even then when you see it you double tap it and scroll past it because it's just a part of your feed yeah. and i completely understand that in your day's routine maybe spending time with god is only a part of that mm. um so i can i can relate and kind of empathize with that a little bit but at the same time um i think that example um with it being a part of your feed is more of a resemblance of God only having a part of your attention um, and a part of your desires, um, you know, because even when you look at social media from the root of it, it says, who do you follow and who follows you? Yeah. Right. So if right. So yeah, who good. are you following? You're you're specifically subjecting yourself to very specific people's lives that you specifically want to follow. Yeah. Um, right. And there's really only if yeah, there's really only one person's life. Um, that we sh that is worth following that would you know so really it's like we should all really only be following one yeah <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that. uh <laughs> That's good. um but um yeah so you know uh like what zach was saying we definitely do use um technology and social media to try to um, essentially create the lifestyle that we want right you know you see any business profession now um, if they're not using social media to either create an audience or a community or a clientele base, then they're behind. And uh, maybe not so much right now, but in the next five to 10 years, they're going to be drastically behind if they're not on these platforms. And why? It's because that's where most of the people are. Mm. Um, you know, so I think it's it's definitely a great tool. And essentially, it's the same thing as any of the previous forms of marketing that we have is just that now technology is advanced enough to be in the palm of our hands instead of on our nightstand yeah right um instead of us having the am fm radio hearing ads every you know 20 minutes then we went to tv and we saw an ad every 10 minutes and then it was a couple of ads compiled together yeah. uh you know and then people were paying millions of dollars for a 30 <clears throat> second spot in the super bowl right so it's just like people are naturally going to go where the attention is. Attention is a form of currency. Um, and, uh, you know, the the devil has a lot of that currency yeah. uh, right now. Yeah. If uh, we're, we're speaking in those terms, he's very good at marketing himself mm -hmm. to say that. It's almost like we, we literally would not even, we don't even want to partake in our own life to where we spend our time living vicariously through other people. Yeah. Um, Stressful enough to feel like you don't have it figured out and then you get on Instagram and, you know, people are out, you know, looking like they're happy and you feel like you're not happy. And so, like, they must have something that you don't. And so that just breeds this chaos in, in your thought process of just not being able to amount to what you think you have to amount to. And it's just, it's just... Like, yeah, you said it on another podcast episode that we did, uh, the average person's attention is like the span of a goldfish. It's less than. It's less yeah. than a goldfish. Which is, I think, six seconds. And, and so if, if that's true, then most people aren't taking their time to uh, try to discern between those two categories. Yeah. Um, right. They're just, they're just not. Um, which is why I, I take the stand on, like, social media for this day and age is bad. It, it, yeah. People can't. Um, they could they could use it for good, but I, I think that their attention span is so low yeah. that the average person in this day just has no idea how to get to that space of using technology and social media to enhance their life instead of hindering them. Um, 
the it was um they said it in the beginning of the intro it says um their social media apps uh the the ceos they borrow um attention engineers from las vegas to make apps as dict as addictive as they possibly can mm -hmm. so it, it's literally biologically for us physically to get on these apps it's just as addictive as alcohol nicotine and gambling i was gonna say just like cigarettes are genetically engineered to be addictive uh, literally i think yeah there, i think there was like a recent article where facebook basically admitted that they researched and analyzed and engineered specifically for dopamine tactics because when you get the notification right when you get the boom somebody liked your photo wow. you get like a little like yeah you know when, you, when your post goes viral you're like oh my gosh yeah. like everybody yeah me. everybody right <laughs> so you know they uh they they play to that you know um they definitely play to that and even to the context and we'll get into tactical ways on how to how to do what we're saying to do yeah um we'll definitely do that um because the technology alone plays its own part in that. Um, because before social media, we already had smartphones. Yeah. So we were already texting, we were already FaceTiming, we were already Skyping, we were already uh, browsing the internet, we already had instant messenger, um, we already had cameras, we yeah. just didn't have a, a way to post those things. And I think we also have to be conscious of why was social media even created? Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't know that Tom from MySpace had this vision that this is what was going to come of social media. Right. But I think uh, Mark Zuckerberg might have had a better idea. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not judging, I'm not being biased, but he probably wasn't the most extroverted person. Mm -hmm. um, and he created this app of Facebook to connect to people within your college yeah. um, because some people aren't as naturally gifted as just walking out of their dorm room and being able to walk up to somebody and say, hey, what is your name? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, being able to see them first before you can decide if you want to engage or not might be a little bit more comforting. Yeah. Um, you can see their qualifications, what they do, where yeah. they're from, mm -hmm. all of this information before you even attempt to say hello, um, which is completely backwards from how society just communicates in general. Um, you know what I'm saying? God, God says to love your neighbor, so you love your neighbor before you even know who your neighbor is. Bro. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. No, that's so good. What you just said, God says love your neighbor before you even know who your neighbor is. There's uh, Psalms, uh, I want to say, Psalms 34, 8. It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. So many people want to see before they taste. Right. So many people want to see it and uh, digest it and have that. Like, what are the qualifications? Okay, uh, I got all that. All right, sure, I'll take the step. Right. No, no, no. God is God's the other way around. Yeah. I, I've, I've already taken the step towards you. I, I right. sent my son to die for you. Correct. I've already taken that step. So now it's your turn to, to partake. To yeah. partake. And then you'll see that I'm good. Right. And, and I think. Again, so, right. uh, social media has has this so backwards for the world that we're just getting into this moment of like, no, I need to see before I, I take that step out. And God's the other way around. Yeah, God's the absolute other way around. Um, I forgot what the reference even is, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind, yeah. right? So for me specifically, my mind has been renewed in this last year and a half, right? This has been a crazy adventure. And now when I go on social media, like I can't even stand some of the things that I see. Yeah. Um, so it's that much easier to unfollow people. It's that much easier to get off of Instagram. You know what I'm saying? All because I have a new standard um, to where... I feel myself getting tugged when it happens. Uh, so I don't want to go that route. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, oh, no, I need to stop this. And I hear the battle that much more often because I'm conscious of it um, because my mind has been transformed. Um, I think that's one of the best gifts God gives us. Yeah. That he gives us that, that transformation, right? When we actually give in to him because God just really just wants us to just give in to him when we do he starts he starts just changing I feel like he just starts picking at us right mm -hmm. just picking us apart and when we see those things it's like like you said it's just, ew. yeah like, I don't even want to be a part of that right no disrespect to that to you but I don't even want to hang out with you no more. yeah you know what I mean I don't I don't want to watch that. I don't want to look at it. I don't even want to hear that and it's amazing yeah. to see that change mm -hmm. and it's like God you are so good yeah. like I really used to be about that and now it's just like 
Like, I don't want no part of that. Mm. I think that feeling is, is great when you start to realize that, like, you want his will for your life. Like, it's no longer your mm. will for your life. Like, what you want. Yeah. It's what God wants for you. And it's just like, man, I don't... It's just great. I've been having a... I've been having a theory, a personal theory about that statement that you just said right there about about God giving us the desires of our heart. Yeah. Um, because it's like, well, if it's the desires of our heart, then why isn't it what I want right now? Mm. Um, not necessarily that I need the result right now, but is it the desires of my heart where it's currently at and what it currently wants? Mm. Um, and I think that God does give us the desires of our heart, but he gives us the desires of our heart when it's in the right place. Um, And when it's in the right place, ultimately our heart wants what he wants. Therefore, we get exactly what our heart desires. (laughs) That is exactly why all of our (laughs) prayers are not answered. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's about being a whole individual. And if you are not at that place in your life yet, then you have no business going out you have no business sitting on social media you have no business um doing any of these things indulging in any way like you know that you're indulging for the wrong reasons you know you are i don't we don't even have to listen to this episode to know because you know deep down you know um so i can't wait to get a certain someone on this podcast (laughs) that we were talking to uh just not too recent ago uh, not too long ago me and rudy and you know he was just saying about how he knew he was going down this path yeah he literally knew that he was going around in a circle and so if you're that person and you're listening right now and you understand that you're going around in a circle it's gonna take a step of faith it's going to take a step of faith to step out of that circle. You you may not see the light, but God wants you to take that step of faith so you can see the light. So break that circle because it's possible. And once we get on, get that guy on here on this podcast and let him tell you his his walk and his journey and how he broke that cycle. Yeah. Um, I, I promise you it'll be worth it. Mm. Even from like... Um, mm, I feel like a lot of people, uh, I don't know that it's necessarily, (laughs) I don't know that it's necessarily even people our age, but I feel like a lot of people, younger people specifically, don't want to commit to God because they feel like they have to stop doing what they're doing Mm -hmm. uh, and that they have to stop being who they are um, and that they can't have the same freedom of mind. Um, and to be honest, you're right. <laughs> if you, you, if you're thinking that you're, you're right, you are absolutely right. Um, you do have to stop doing what you're doing. You do have to stop being who you're being. Um, if that's in the wrong place. Um, and I think that's very obvious. And, you know, even with like, you know, diets, right. When we were talking to Zach, he's like, bro, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it's, yeah. that is a hundred percent what it is. You don't just start coming to God and then you have a salad of God, uh, for two days and then you have a six pack, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you have to go through and be eating consistently as a lifestyle change. You have to be partaking of God's fruit consistently to see the lifestyle change. It's not gonna, the battle isn't gonna just be resolved just because you made that heart change. It's gonna be a hundred battles or a thousand battles or for the rats, it was 12,800 battles before they decided to stop hitting the thing because the cocaine was no longer coming. Um, Well, to add to that, I think it's a lot of people when they look at Christians, it's like, oh, you... I have to, I hear a lot, I hear this all the time. Oh, I'm not praying to God. I don't, I'm not going to God because I'm not, I'm not hundred percent or perfectly clean. Yeah. That's not the case. Right. And I think people fear that I need to be perfect. <laughs> I need to be hundred percent clean. Yeah. I, I don't even want to talk to God cause he's just going to look at me. He's going to smite me. Yeah. It's not, it's not how it works. Yeah. I, I think that's, you know, people fall into that category and some Christians do this, which is unbelievable. Yeah. They think they're perfect. Yeah. And people look at Christians and they're like, I don't want to, I don't even want to talk to you. Yeah. You know? Man. I think that's one of the, one of the main factors because uh, you asked about, you know, what do you do um, 
as a, do you have like a talk list of when people come to encounter you know like what what do you say to just somebody who's a nail yeah and like i think that's the biggest thing right there is that we try to show them is that for one we're not perfect and two like we're just happy you're here um because you're welcome no matter how dirty your sin is no matter how dirty your issues are no matter how stuck in whatever addiction it is like you're welcome here and and you can find help here and you can find comfort and rest and love and and um peace and Mm. it's just gonna be uh a place of just of just welcoming you no matter no matter how you feel about yourself we love you and we welcome you and just showing that and however we can in the conversation i think that's what christianity as a whole is it's about loving people um knowing your boundaries knowing your boundaries of who you can reach and who you can't but at the same time it's uh anybody who god brings in your path is love them as much as you can um there was, uh, well, so, like, some of the glasses, like, Shabina was talking to me about the glasses that I had on, the the clear ones. Um, so I recently got, and this is to fill, to follow up the question of what do you do for, like, technology, social media, things like that. And so um, all these screens that we have in front of us, they all emit blue light. Um, and on this, the color spectrum of lights, blue penetrates the deepest. Um, therefore, when you're staring at your screen, when you're uh, staring at your laptop, watching your TV, mm. uh, when you're driving in your car and you have blue light LEDs, um, everything, all these screens are going into your eyes and your body is absorbing it uh, differently than it does all of the other lights. Um, and uh, obviously the moon is very bright, but it doesn't keep you up, you know what I'm saying? And so that's why if you've ever noticed you're using your phone too late at night, that's why it's not only one hard for you to put your phone down, but two, it's hard for you to fall asleep even after you've put your phone down. Yeah. Uh, so I recently got these glasses. They're like blue light blockers. If anybody listening wears prescription glasses, I'm more than positive that your prescription glasses are UV coated. If they're not, you should make that happen. Um, but I'm pretty sure a majority of them already come UV coated. So um, this would be more for people that don't wear glasses and have no protection over their eyes. I mean, obviously, we talked to Jackie, um, and one of her things was being able to schedule the times that she uses social media. You know, she was, like, in bed with her husband at 10 p.m., just scrolling, and he's like, yo, like, you you know, let's cut this off. You know, I've even had instances with Lauren when I'm hanging out with her late, and my mind is still going, so I'm still working on stuff, and she's like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? So, um you know, little things like that. But, um, I've caught myself plenty of times, um, you know, just staying up hours and hours and hours on end using my phone or being on social media or, um, you know, any of those things. And it's like, I just checked myself right now. I was like, when's the last time you stayed up till 4am talking to God? Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can spend all this time, uh, going through everybody else's life, but like, why can't you spend even a portion or a percentage or half of that time or that same amount of time, uh, just dwelling with him? Um, you know, uh, I guess a, a lot of us like the aesthetics of what social media has and, you know, things look visually great and, uh, people have things that we want and it might not be jealousy or greed, um, but they still have things that we aspire for. Um, and, uh, you know, the word says not to dwell your heart in the riches of this planet, um, for a very specific reason. And that who the person who seeks good seeks favor. Um, the person that seeks evil will find it. Um, so, you know, like I was saying at the very beginning, you have access. It's your, it's a hundred percent your choice. Um, which is also, what's so great about God is he doesn't slam himself down your throat. Mm. So it's a hundred percent your choice. You have the decision to make this on your own. Um, I want you to, and I'm waiting here for you. Um, but it's up to you and it's when you're ready and, uh, I'm going to be here for you and I love you, uh, either way. Um, so, you know, Pastor Chase always says that God's a gentleman. He's not going to force himself to you. He's waiting for you to make the introduction. Mm. Yeah. I think with that, he, um, I think he sends us a couple of nudges on the way. Mm. Sometimes. <laughs> for sure. 
a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people go on social media and they see, you know, the goodness and, and the great things and they get jealous off that when they're just like a human being just like you. Yeah. And you don't even know if that's fake or not. Or you don't know how much they how much work they put in to get that. Mm. Yeah. You want that and you're not you're not busting your butt like that person is. Right. Um, even a hundred percent to even add on top of that is like I was just saying, like you post what you're proud of in that same light, that person is posting what they're proud of. They're not posting their weaknesses. Um, because even with the status that they have, they don't have the strength to do that. Um, and I think if you go on and you follow some of the biggest motivators and inspirational people and, um, pastors and leaders uh in general true 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 leaders uh lead through vulnerability and um those people let themselves be known and they show that and they share their story and that's why we are so powerfully moved by those type of people um because we resonate at the fact that they were somewhere that we relate to um so don't be scared to show your journey because God is going to do amazing things through you. Mm. Um, and I think once you accept that, you're more comfortable just bumps in the road, just being who you are, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, um, so then I guess with that in mind, it was like, I was just saying, we definitely had this technology before we had social media. Yeah. Um, so mm. how do you guys, and we'll all answer this in our own way. I'm sure. How do you guys, um, what are what tactics do you use with your phone to use it less or to only use it when you really need to use it um or to give up the desire to feel so connected to everybody um because even without social media you can easily still text all the people that you wanted to text yeah. um, you know i can think of countless times where i kept whether it was friendships or old relationships attached just because you could yeah. you know what I'm saying like just because a text message is that easy to send and you can always feel like you have a friend you know what I'm saying even if you don't physically have somebody there with you so yeah. how do you guys detach from just your phone not even from social media what do you what do you do to do that it's very very hard <laughs> yeah um yeah absolutely yeah, like you said, I mean, you can have a whole business, right? A whole life on a phone, mm -hmm. right? So trying to detach yourself from it, or even I'm sitting at the dinner table with my, with my girlfriend's just like looking at it. Yeah, you know, I want to get to it so bad, and it's, yeah. it's such a terrible habit. Yeah, um, with social media, it's I've learned to put my mind, you know, to train my mind on I'm only going on social media when I need to, when I really just have nothing to do or when I need to post something, that's pretty much it. Or I need to, yeah. you know, maybe I feel something I need to inspire or, get, or feel yeah. inspired about something. Gotcha. Because if I go on there, like, yeah, I think we said this um, a couple a couple of weeks ago, we'll sit on there 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. We'll fly by. I'll sit there and just look at pointless things. Right. Like me and Jamal talked about, I'm not on Twitter right now because I look at things I don't need to be looking at. Right. Things come up that I don't need to see. Yeah. So that app does not need to be near me at the moment. So with me, what social media is, I need to use it when it's going to better me because there's a lot of, I mean, not to be rude or mean, I mean there's a lot of yeah. childish things on social media. Yeah. Just yeah. people being outright childish. I just don't need to see it. I just don't have the time for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, that's just <laughs> like this, time for that. you know, just the, the things that people post on there. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not talking about, you know, the, this amazing, but the people, the things that people post is just absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's so childish. And so for no reason. obviously like you're much busier now um, than you were before, like when you were back in school. So like when you did have more time, how did you keep away from it? Well, I didn't. <laughs> I, I failed. I failed. I failed. I'll, I'll be in class before practice, you know, at home. Like, no, it's just some. Yeah. And it's it's, yeah, and it that's sucks real. because you can really just lay down in bed. Yeah. And, and just, just go. man, yeah. Yeah. be on there. Right. Knowing your alarm just goes off that you got to read. Man. Alarm just goes off that you, you need a shower, you need to eat. And it's like, I'm not getting up. Like, I'm about to just stay on this. Right. You know, and, I, and I've seen that so many times where I have an alarm set, let's say 930, I need to meditate, I need to read, I need to pray. But I got this. I'm and then it becomes that. like 1145. I'm yeah. snoozing that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's that's something the enemy wants. Right. Right? Snooze button. Taking, just taking your mind off those things that you need, you, you know, you know you need to do. Yeah. 
But that's just that's just the negative parts of, of social media, you know. That's just you know, that's not really me really giving the whole respect. That's just the things I needed to step back from a little bit. No, I think you hit the good good aspects of uh, social media. Just a snippet of just like you know, if you feel inspired, you know, and you want to go on there and post something. If you have absolutely nothing to do in the moment, and you're just sitting there, and you, maybe you already did your devotional time with God today, you know, like there's nothing wrong in going to be like, you know what? Let me go see what Rudy just posted. Right. Um, he was just in Cancun. I'm sure he had a great time. I want to check that. Out. I want to see the pictures. I'm not going to tell him to send me his whole photo album of right. what he was just doing in Cancun. Like I can easily go on his Instagram and see that he had a great time with his girlfriend. Uh, shout out Lauren. And uh, <laughs> and so like that, there's there's positive things to use social media for. But for uh, for me, of just like staying away from my phone in general is I just throw it on Do Not Disturb. Like at, yeah. at first it was. Um, I was gonna say you're the king of Do Not Disturb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king of it. Like bro, people legitimately will will get upset at me with me for it and i just i'm i'm sorry uh but at the, <laughs> at the same time if it's an emergency you'll follow up i will like, follow yeah. up yeah. you know if it's an emergency you know um and thank god like i haven't like missed a call and because i missed a call somebody died right you know like that that hasn't happened yeah uh, to this date you know knock on wood but just to be honest like there was no like immediate outlandish thing that was like somebody would look at me like bro because you had do not disturb on your life's over now right you know and so i just keep my phone on do not disturb and, and people have, have got mad at me but eventually they got over it we're still friends to this day you know it's do yeah. not disturb is is probably the biggest thing that i would use to like my phone just doesn't go off like even if i'm getting a like on a picture mm -hmm. my phone won't go off it'll stay black yeah and so that is just helping me to be able to fight the urge to yeah. not look at my phone because if my phone is going off and i'm gonna look at it i'm like dang i want to check that right like dang i want to show like what is that you mm -hmm. know how should we feel about it she don't like it <laughs> she does not like it um but the people that talk to you enough know that you have do not disturb so they know Oh, maybe I shouldn't. No, bro. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say so they know to call you more than once because yeah. once the second call hits, it goes through. So, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's if you have that option. That's if. No, I do have. That no, option. that's that's the option. I that do you not. Yeah. You do not have you that option. You'll just, keep, you'll just keep getting sent to voicemail. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Um, you're bold. You're very bold. But that's okay, man. You're, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with valuing your time of being in the moment like you might not even mm -hmm. be in like your solitude of like being in your word and journaling and things like that but if you're just in the car and you're just driving and you're by yourself and you're listening to music um i'm not even touching on the aspect of like you shouldn't text and drive but i'm just touching on the fact that there's nothing wrong with you just being in your own bubble and just living your life like, yeah mm -hmm. people shouldn't have unlimited access to be like hey hey i need to talk to you hey hey i need to talk to you hey, hey i need to talk to you like bro like be in your own bubble you know, don't let everybody try mm -hmm. to take that bubble away from you because it's going to keep getting smaller and smaller and you just be frustrated out of your mind. I know. I think uh, it reminded me of uh, from from Good Friday and the whole addiction uh, part about the, the rats with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, the cocaine. Yeah. And when they had the unlimited supply, they took advantage of it. Yeah. And, you know, back to the point I was saying earlier about, you know, having unlimited access to God and unlimited access to other people, um, what typically what we have at our disposal, we abuse the heck out of. Man. For some reason, we don't do that with God, but <laughs> we do that with literally everything else. Great, that's uh, with literally everything else. Um, and so because we have the ability, we take advantage of the ability. You know, it's like if you had a, if you had, if you were lightning quick, you'd be running everywhere, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you would make everywhere. So um, that's just uh, part of our nature. But um, for me, I tried do not disturb, um, but I didn't try it long enough. I just tried it for like a little bit. I kind of tampered with different things. I tried like um, deleting social medias, but because I need them to create business for myself, <laughs> it kind of like is, you know, contradictory. Um, so what I did in that aspect, which I was actually talking to Johnny about with the whole Twitter thing, um, was to use Hootsuite, um, or any of like the social platform, like distributors to where you're not necessarily, you don't have access to the timeline, but you have the access to the ability to post whatever you want to post. So you can still put your own words out there, your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own pictures, but not have access to people who are liking, who are commenting, who are messaging and who are posting on their own timeline. 
Um, so if it comes to a business need and you being able to distribute content, that does not get in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one way. Um, another thing I did was I turned off my text message notifications. Um, so it'll still sh- like if I tap on my screen and I have a new one, it'll show. But just like do not disturb, my screen doesn't light up. Uh, there's no vibrate. There's no sound. There's no nothing. Yeah. Um, so I'll get a text message, but I'll see it when I see it. A call will go straight through because I don't have do not disturb on. Right. So that's a little prioritize, self-evaluate, delete some apps off your phone, turn off some notifications. Like there's like no reason to have Instagram notifications on unless you're using it for like business purposes and you specifically need to respond to customers like reviews and comments. There's like almost literally like no reason to see each individual like. Because, like, I guarantee you at this point, you probably get at least, like, 30 to a couple hundred likes, most likely, right? So, it's like, do you really need to see each time every single individual like goes up? No. The next day or after a couple hours, you can just go back to your post and check how many likes it's at. (laughs) You you don't need a notification every single day. Yes. Gucci. (laughs) Oh, man. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this evening. Thank you. Thank you for bringing us together, Lord God, to do yet again another podcast. Lord God, you are so good. Thank you for the listeners. Heavenly Father, I ask this all the time, but I do pray that every single one of us knock at the door of wisdom. Heavenly Father, you say that when we knock, the door will be answered. Heavenly Father, and I know that with receiving wisdom, every single person that is listening, every single person in the world will live a totally different life if we had wisdom. Heavenly Father, we will ultimately achieve and receive everything that we truly wanted with wisdom. So I pray, Lord God, that we run after it. We attack it, Heavenly Father. We seek it, Lord Jesus. May it be at the forefront of our minds, Lord God, to walk in wisdom, to to speak in wisdom, to think in wisdom. I pray, Lord God, that you put that hunger in our minds and in our hearts and every every single listener's. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amen and amen. 19. 19.